What's up, Happy Lifer? Thanks for joining us today. You are in for a special treat. Once again, we have the legend, Joe McCarthy of Mojo <laughs> Studios. Hey, Joe, thanks for joining us today. Hey, steve My first question is this, Joe. You ready? Ready. Bring it on. How is it Thanksgiving already when November started like, what, three days ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just feels like it was Halloween last week, and now we're at Thanksgiving already. You know, my family often talks about how Thanksgiving is the holiday that usually gets jumped, right? The stores will promote Halloween at length and then go right to Christmas. Yeah. I was at the mall yesterday and all those stores would want to make you think that it's Christmas Eve already. I mean, we start celebrating Christmas weeks and even months in advance. Radio stations start playing. You know, it used to be the day after Thanksgiving and people complained about that. But now there are stations already playing weeks before Thanksgiving. They're playing all the Christmas songs. In fact, Joe and I are proud to say that we're probably the first ones to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving. I've often thought how cool it is that on the calendar, whoever set it up, and I think Abraham Lincoln had something to do with it, uh, got Thanksgiving before Christmas. It's a great reminder that thankfulness doesn't have to happen, and oftentimes it doesn't happen after we receive things. Thanksgiving often is something that we can be that we can show, that we can express before we have all the happy things. And in in fact, happiness flows out of our gratitude. Yep. Yep. You're exactly right. You know, the the thing that kind of shocks me a little bit is that, you know, uh, I know there are thousands of podcasts out there. So there's probably a lot of them that do what I'm going to talk about right here, but I haven't found one yet. I mean, for me, to celebrate a holiday, there's oftentimes I'll want to find a podcast on that holiday to help me celebrate it, to help me get my mindset from somebody else's viewpoint on veterans or on you know Memorial Day or on the 4th of July or Boxing Day for all you Canadians. You know, I'd like to listen to other people talk about that holiday. And I've got a couple dozen podcasts that I follow, and none of them talk about holidays. Very rarely do they even mention the holiday, let alone talk about the holiday in extent or even relate it to what they're going through, which for me, if you're, a, you know, if you're trying to motivate people, you're trying to get people on board with you, you find, you don't try to create something, you find something that people are already into, and then you tag onto that and you bring your product, your mentality, your perspective into that holiday. Holidays are something that everybody celebrates, right? So why not jump on that? But most podcasters that I haven't found one that even talks about holidays, let alone does an entire podcast on them. And that's why at Happy Life Studios, we try to celebrate every holiday. We miss a lot. A lot of them sneak up on us, but we try to celebrate every holiday. Maybe it's because they're called happy holidays. In fact, I'm so excited that it's Thanksgiving time because you know what that means? What's that mean? That means at Happy Life Studios that it is happier holidays time. Happy holidays. Welcome. Happy holidays. To Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep Happy holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Holidays. Happy holidays. 
I love that. I love that song, and I hope our happy lifers don't get tired of that song. But I'm just, I mean, I'm shocked. I mean, there's a lot of podcasters and even, you know, on social media people that are, they'll tag into negative stuff and talk about that. They'll tag into politics, and I'm not even talking about politics that that's healthy politics. I'm talking about the politics that's full of drama, that's full of anger, backbiting, division, strife, all this stuff. They tag onto that stuff, but when you got something like a holiday that was made and actually passed by a government because it represents something powerful. It represents people that have done something powerful or that are about to do something powerful for each other. So I just don't understand why people don't tag into holidays and especially the whole Thanksgiving. That's why I can say we're probably the first people to say happy Thanksgiving to you, unless you're listening to this on Thanksgiving or after. But for the most part, people don't go around. They will say Merry Christmas, right? Before Christmas ever happens. But people rarely ever say happy Thanksgiving because like you said, people pass over it. Why do you think that is? Do you think there's something not as sexy about Thanksgiving? Do you think there's, I mean, why do you think people jump over Thanksgiving like that? Boy, I, I don't know the reason why, but I think it's it's a travesty because Thanksgiving itself doesn't have to just be a holiday once a year. In fact, if, if you do any searches uh, on speeches about gratitude or YouTube videos or even podcasts, they might not talk about Thanksgiving, the holiday itself, but there are so many that talk about the amazing benefits of gratitude and thankfulness and how that simple emotion, how that intention, how that expression of gratitude can actually transform your life. It can transform the way you see things, the way you frame things, the way you experience things, the way you show up and even attract great things to your life just out of the attitude of gratitude and that expression. And so it just floors me, like you've said, that Thanksgiving, which can be so transformative in our lives and reframe all the things that we have to go through, is the one that gets skipped over in the holiday hustle and bustle. What do you think about this line here, this thought? Life isn't about what happens to you. It's about your perception of what happens to you. Absolutely. I think that's so true. You know, our perception really is our reality. And I think some it's easy to forget that, that we think that that our reality is everyone's reality or that the way we see the world is the way the world is. When the way we see the world is always skewed and filtered by our own experience, by our beliefs, by our values, and like you said, by our perception or our interpretation of what has happened. And what thankfulness does, what gratitude does, is allows us to change the way we see the exact same circumstances. It allows us to reframe it so that we can really find something to be grateful for in every circumstance, in every situation. Maybe not to be thankful for that travesty or tragedy or pain or struggle. Or because of it. Yeah, right. But to see that there is something to be thankful for in spite of it. Right. Even uh, there's a line in the Bible that says, in everything, give thanks. It doesn't say because of everything, give thanks. It says, in everything, give thanks. And that's, it, you know, like you said, Thanksgiving can go more than just a, a holiday. It's it's really, it's a way of lifestyle. It's a, it's a, it's a perception. And when we live under that, circumstances appear, they're still, they can still be ugly circumstances, but they don't affect us to the same level. Now you mentioned a couple minutes ago about, you know, there's all sorts of podcasts out. There's all sorts of videos out there. And I actually want to, we're talking about this today because you actually sent me a quote by uh, Benedictine Monk. Is that how you say it? Benedictine? 
Benedictine. I don't know about a, about a monk. You know, his name was like uh, what David Steindl Rast or something like that. You sent me a quote, and then you also sent me a podcast. And I don't know if you if you checked out, but I I looked up that quote online, and it took me to a TED talk where he talked for like fifteen minutes on the very concept of what you were just talking about. I'm gonna put that in the show notes for anyone else who wants to follow. But that's basically. He said what you what you were talking about, but you know, can you go into that that quote real quick that that you sent me? It was um, David Steindl Rast said, "It's not happiness that makes us grateful; it's gratefulness that makes us happy." Yeah, yeah, I think he's really onto something there—a profound statement if you really think about it. That it's not happiness that makes us grateful; it's gratefulness that makes us happy, and. That's so true. If you just stop to realize that it is in your gratitude for, and if you, if you dig in, if you look around you, no matter how much pain and questions you may be experiencing at any given moment, if you find the things around you that you can be grateful for, it does reframe your attitude. It reframes your day. It changes the way you experience and the way you go forward. I was listening to a speech by Steve Harvey, and he said something along the lines that, your success rate for every obstacle that you faced is 100%. If you're listening to my voice right now, if you're listening to this podcast, then no matter how bad things have gotten for you, no matter what you've gone through, your success rate is 100%. And I thought, what a great perception that is, right? To be grateful that I have survived, I have succeeded, I have at least made it through. Oh, okay. So because I'm still sitting here and I'm listening to you, that means I survived that thing that I went through, or I'm surviving the thing that I am currently going through. That's right. That's something to be thankful for, right? That my survival rate has one has been 100%. And that's what we talked about earlier about Thanksgiving and happy are closely linked, like we talked about, but people often get that backwards. In other words, they think that happiness makes them thankful. They think that they're happy, then they're going to be thankful. But according to this monk, thankfulness is actually what makes us happy. So if we're having hard things happen to us or we're having a hard time being happy, we should try being thankful for what we have. And it could be as simple as just saying, thank you that I'm breathing right now. Thank you for that last breath. Thank you that I'm sitting down right now. Thank you that, that, you know, there's so many small things. And sometimes you have to start with something small. But if we can start with thanking, being thankful for something, because being thankful is taking what you have and making positive out of it. The opposite of that is being ungrateful, which is seeing what you don't have. And when you try to live under the weight of what you don't have, that's a completely different lifestyle than being thankful for what you do have. And so here's where we get it turned around backwards. We think that if the pumpkin pie is just right, and if the family, if uncle so-and-so doesn't act up during the, the meal at Thanksgiving, then maybe we can be happy and then we can be thankful versus No, if we put Thanksgiving in front, we put it first. That's why it's at the beginning of the holidays. We put it first, then everything else follows that line, that DNA of being thankful. That's what puts the happy in holidays. That's right. Yep. In fact, several of the people I've been listening to recently would say that it is in your gratitude that you incite the blessings, that you attract the blessings into your life. That's why I think you're right, that Thanksgiving does belong before Christmas, because too often we think, well, Thanksgiving should come after Christmas because I receive the gifts, then I'm being thankful. 
But really, exactly. the way this the universe works, the way the world works, even the way God blesses us oftentimes is that when we're grateful and we have the attitude of gratitude for what we have, however much or little that is, that attracts more blessings to us. It really does. In fact, it was Steve Harvey who said, why would God give us more if we can't be, be grateful for what we have already? Wow. <laughs> that was wow. a great that, profound statement. That's a great line. And then you sent me another podcast by a guy who took, he actually read a whole chapter from the book, The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. Chapter 15 talks about happy. And I just want to read this really quick. Um, Oprah was really big on this book. And I'm so glad that you sent me this podcast because it blew my brain. It blew my brain, Joe. And I'm going to have to listen to it again and again, because everyone who's watching and listening right now, um, I don't know about Joe here. I don't want to talk for him, but I know for me, I don't have this thing figured out, but this is helping me figure it out. And I know I need this because I, I need work on my happy, but it's as simple as simply just starting to be thankful for what you do have, even if it's small, because that begins to snowball. And pretty soon you're thanking yourself for all sorts of things. I actually have a product that I sell. It's a happy journal. And the rules of the happy journal are this, is that before you go to bed at night, you have to write down three things in that journal that you are thankful for that day. Well, everyone thinks that's easy. And even when I do it at Thanksgiving dinner, people kind of roll their eyes. Hey, before we pray for the food, let's just say some things that we're thankful for. People like, in fact, one of the dinners that was at my house, I was like, my house, my rules, right? But they were looking at me like, do we have to do that thankful thing again? I'm like, yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. That's that's the whole point, you know. But I make a little rule. I say, you can't say your family. We know you're thankful for your family. We know you're thankful for your faith. We know you're thankful for this food. And that's what that little happy journal after the first couple of days, when you wrote down all the things that are just normal, I'm thankful for my friends and I'm thankful for, uh, you know, food. And, um, and then about the third or fourth or maybe even fifth day or maybe even week, we run out of things to be thankful for. And then we sit there in bed. We can't go to bed. We don't go to sleep that night until we can think of three things that we're thankful for. And then it forces us to really go deep. And what happens is the next day something happens and we go, oh, I can use that tonight to write down in my journal. And now it went beyond the nighttime. It it went into the day. And now you find yourself developing an attitude of, of gratitude. You find yourself developing, seeing all the little things that you're thankful for because you had a hard time figuring out three things the night before. And now you are creating an environment of happy, of thankful around you, which creates, therefore, a happy life for you to live. That's right. Yeah. Thankfulness and gratitude can't just be a thought or a feeling because if you don't express it, it may benefit you, but it doesn't benefit anybody mm. else. In fact, the mm. people, the people in your life that you're grateful for, that you're, that you want, you know, that you feel gratitude towards, if you don't ever tell them, if you don't ever text them, send them a card, remind them how you feel, they may never know that. And in fact, they may misinterpret that as ingratitude or that you don't care, that you take them for granted. If it's your spouse, if it's your children, people that you work with, don't just stop at contemplating gratitude, which of course is a great place to start to get that, that those juices flowing and to change your mindset, but then turn it into an action so that gratitude is an expression because it's in the expression of your gratitude that actually other people benefit as well as you do. That's really good. That That would be like, the, the Thanksgiving dinner looks so great, we don't want to cut into the turkey. We don't dare cut into that pie because 
grandma made that perfectly and we don't want to cut into that because it looks so good. That would That's what it's like when we just think these thoughts. If we don't act on them by speaking it out loud, when we speak it out loud, it's like taking that seed and planting it in the ground and watching stuff grow, let alone what it does in the other people's lives around us. And there's a lot of people out there that are sowing on all sorts of a negative seed. They're talking negative. And we, I, I talk negative about myself. I said it today. I said, man, I'm just not good at that. You know, instead of saying, how about I take a moment and say something that I am good at? And what that does is it, it, it begins to turn that perception around, begins to turn my life around, and it brings happy into full view. Anyway, here's the quote that I want to say out of that, out of that chapter of the Untethered Soul, chapter 15. Happy lifer and, and you mojoers out there, check out this quote from the book, The Untethered Soul. He basically says in there that what you have to do is, quote, realize that you really only have one choice in this life. And it's not about your career, who you want to marry, or whether you want to seek God. People tend to burden themselves with so many choices, but in the end, you can throw it all away and just make one basic underlying decision. Do you want to be happy or do you not want to be happy? It's really that simple. Once you make that choice, your path, your life becomes totally clear. Most people don't dare give themselves that choice because they think it's not under their control. Someone might say, well, of course I want to be happy, but my wife left me. In other words, they want to be happy, but not if their wife leaves them. But that wasn't the question. The question was very simply, do you want to be happy or not? If you keep it that simple, you will see that it really is under your control. The question is simply, do you want to be happy? If the answer is really yes, then say it without qualifying it. After all, what the question really means is, do you want to be happy from this point forward for the rest of your life, regardless of what happens? Mm. Wow. There's lots there to unpack, right? Right, isn't that? And then he went on basically to say that, that why are you allowing these other things? You know, we did a podcast a while back about, you know, making something the mayor of your mind, the, the boss of your brain, you know, and what he's saying is when you say, I'd like to be happy, but this financial problem or this health problem, whatever. And now you, that wasn't the question. You are allowing that thing to become boss. It, happiness should not rely upon the things that happen to us. We can be happy no matter what the circumstance is. And I fall so short of that, Joe, but it brought so much hope to me that I've been allowing my happiness to be, as long as something bad doesn't happen to me, then I can be thankful and then I can be happy. My happiness does not have to rely upon somebody else. I can be happy, but this. I'm going to be happy when this, instead of saying, no, it's a basic choice of my life. I can either be happy or not happy. And we can break that back, tie that into that, that quote by that monk that just says that basically comes from when I'm thankful for what I do have, then the happy will follow. Exactly. Yeah. This, this whole tie between gratitude and happiness is incredibly powerful. And I think it's, it's so powerful, but it's so simple. We often gloss over it and we don't hook into it and we don't take advantage of the power of gratitude. I think everyone at their core would admit, yes, I do want to be happy, but I don't know how. It seems like it comes easy for some people. It doesn't come easy for others. But I think of people who seem to have everything, all the external things that you think would make one person happy and they're miserable. And I've seen people that 
have the worst possible circumstances, have gone through the worst trauma, have have suffered the worst tragedies, and still have joy and happiness in their life, and then yeah. everything in the spectrum. And so it's pretty clear, if you just think about it for a little bit, that happiness and joy is not tied to the circumstances of your life. It is tied to your perception. It is tied to, I think, directly to this attitude of gratitude where you find the blessing in whatever circumstance that you're in. And like you, I am incredibly challenged by that, that if I can just take and stop and take stock of what I have, the blessings in my life, even if it's just the air that I breathe, the sun is shining, a new day, people in my life that I love, that I don't take it for granted, that that really will change the way I show up and the way that I experience life and then the way others experience me in their lives as well. It's yeah. powerful. And that's exactly what that TED talk by that monk that we just quoted, when I looked that up, that's exactly what he said. He said, if if happiness is based upon you know getting this, then how come the people that have it don't seem to be happy? A lot of them aren't happy. And then other people who, who never even come close to getting that are some of the happiest people that you ever met. And we've, we've got it wrong. We've got the cart in front of the horse. We think, man, once I'm happy, then I'll be thankful for what I have. And it doesn't work that way. It's got to be flipped around. Once you're thankful, you will be happy. So I don't know about you, Joe, if you have any takeaways from this. I guess the takeaway that I have to simplify it down, I think it's as simple as just saying, what is one thing that you can be thankful for today? Um, I'll leave a link if you want to buy a happy journal from us, you can, but you really don't even need to buy it. I mean, honestly, you can just put a piece of paper by your bed or you can buy your own notebook for a, a, a buck at the, at the store or something, right? Put it by your bed or the pencil there. And every night, write down one thing, three things, five things. I don't care that you're thankful for and say, I can't repeat anything. I'm not going to go to bed until I figure out three things that I'm thankful for, or just sit back and just think of one thing that you can be thankful for. And like Emily and I used to do, we'd have a thank off and we would see who could be the last one to say, I'm thankful for. And then pretty soon you find yourself finding some of the most obscure things that you're thankful for. But are you thankful for the color blue? Are you thankful for a cool breeze of fresh air when, when you're hot outside? Are you thankful for indoor plumbing, right? Are you thankful for electricity? Are you thankful for hair product? Are you thankful for underarm deodorant? I mean, I know that I am, right? And it, it's not till you have stinky feet that you're thankful for unstinky feet. You know, it's like they go hand in hand. Sometimes the bad things that happen are just simply there to remind us that we have something to be thankful for. You know, what do they say? It could always be worse. Behind every cloud, there's a silver lining. I mean, there's so many statements out there of people trying to get us on the right track saying, be thankful and the happy will follow. Do you have any takeaways? Well, one thing that comes to mind is I think something that Oprah said, and I'm sure she wasn't even wasn't even her original idea, but she said, you know, when a door closes or when something goes wrong or when I fail or make a mistake, that's just a sign for me that God has a different direction for me to go, that there's a better way. And see, there, there's, again, a way to reframe what seems like something negative into something positive, that it's a redirect so that I can go a direction that's better for my life or better for those around me. But I think my takeaways are two, and we've touched on these already. One is practicing gratitude. That that has to become a habit, right? If we just wait until we feel like it, then 
way too much time passes before we are intentional about being yeah. thankful. So your That's happy great. journal and there's plenty of apps out there. I just found recently an app called the five minute journal that prompts you every day for three things that you're thankful for and ways that you're going to make your day great. And then reflections at the end of the day. And because it comes to you automatically, it's just, it's starting to build that habit in my life. And I can already tell what a difference that's making that it's forcing me in a really good way to see life through what I can be grateful for, not through the things that I'm upset about or unhappy about or ungrateful for. And it does make a big difference, even if the circumstances yeah. don't change. And I think the other one is not just feeling grateful, which is a good start, but then taking that step to express it. So telling someone that you're grateful for what they've done, for who they are, telling God what you're grateful for, for who he is, what he has done, and making sure that the attitude of gratitude then is expressed so that others benefit as well. So practice it and profess it. Profess it and practice it, yeah. I like it. I like it. I even heard a thing once about a, a guy that said, set your alarm on your phone to every day go off at the same time. And when that alarm goes off, you have to say one thing that you're thankful for. And if you do it in the middle of the day when you're tired or, you know, or right before you, maybe before you have to go to work or something, but every time that alarm comes on and you, if you can on your, on your phone or whatever, you know, type in what it's for, but it's a thankful alarm. And it's, it's, it's alarming us to say, wait a minute, we know plenty of things that we're ungrateful for. We know plenty of things that we're not doing right, but what is something that you've done right today? What is something that you are thankful for? So happy Thanksgiving everybody from Mojo Studios and from Happy Life Studios. Joe, once again, you make it so much easier. I love doing this with you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm thankful for you, Steve-O. I'm thankful for all who tune in. I'm thankful that we have this opportunity to share these thoughts. uh, And I'm hoping, praying that makes a difference in someone who's listened in your life that you do. You turn it from just an idea to a practice, right? And a profession so that it makes a difference uh, and can transform how you experience life as well. I've got plenty to be thankful for. I haven't got great big yachts to sail from shore to shore. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. Well, thanks everybody. I hope that helped. I've got plenty to be thankful No private car, no caviar, no carpet on my floor Still I've got plenty to be thankful for I've got eyes to see with, ears to hear with Arms to hug with, lips to kiss with, someone to adore How could anybody ask for more? Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can still be happy. Thanks, Joe. Peace out. Peace out. Steve Ace.